the college baseball experience. March third weekend preview and picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the college basketball experience. March madness is heating up and is uh and basically what we're saying is you need to subscribe to the college basketball experience because as Dickie V says, it's awesome, baby. So sc- subscribe today and remember, as always. To let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. I know you think it's March Madness, college basketball. Yes, it is, but don't forget about college baseball because the season is in full swing. And if you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to, well, my name is Colby Swinging Dan to Base Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists. And lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're gonna pay for it. Good night. Oh, 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 I'm after picking some winners. And the book is gonna pay for it. Good night. I am joined by my co-host. You've heard this guy on uh, every college baseball experience episode. He's behind the scenes on the, on all the sports gambling podcast stuff. I feel like, you know, he's the man behind the guy and that is give it up for Noah Beanick. How you doing Noah? What's going on Colby? Uh, Great weekend ahead of us with a bunch of non-conference tournaments uh, that we're going to talk about today. No betting odds currently right now. So just going to jump into uh, the games head to head or straight up and uh, pick them. And then we got a couple of great series at the end of the show, but I'm ready for it. Well, they probably took everything off the books because I went 11 and three, uh, you know, the first week. And then last week I was a little occupied. Didn't have time to hop on this one, but uh, you know, I understand that, but look, this, this next guy, I'm very excited to, uh, to have him on the show. And I, and I'm a big fan of his work. You can, uh, you can check out his uh, podcast or Twitter page, which I highly recommend uh, the spit and seeds uh, on Twitter at spit and seeds, two, four, seven, give it up for Matt beard. How you doing, Matt? Doing well, doing well. appreciate you having us on. I'm uh, I'm representing the the crew. I've I've got two other guys with me. They're they're preoccupied right now, and, and based on last week's picks, they probably don't want to be here and represent with me anyway. So <laughs> it happens. It happens. Look, I'll give you. Here's the sound job I got for you. 
It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name <laughs> when last year I spent more money on spilt liquor and bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. Woo! <laughs> oh, man. Love yeah. It. Dude, it's it's great to have you on the show. I know you you guys have uh, been doing a lot of great work over the years, covering college baseball, and uh, and yeah, I mean, look, I'm I I'm like you. I feel like Noah's deep into shout out to the chat as well. Noah's deep into college baseball. I I've been kind of a fan for a while, but I f- I felt like I was more of the TMZ fan, where Noah and perhaps you and your friends, you know, are just all the way dialed in, and and and. I feel like I'm gaining interest and I feel like the world is gaining interest. The numbers, I feel like each year improve. I'm, I'm super excited to uh, see how this season goes. You're an LSU tiger fan living in Knoxville, which is interesting. How's life (laughs) there? Uh, When, 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 you know, obviously Tennessee had a great regular season. I'm sure you might've had a laugh or two at the end of the year, but how is it there in Knoxville? Well, you know, I don't, I've grown up here my whole life and, seeing Tennessee baseball be better is great. Um, it's helped that basketball and football have kind of started to trend that way as well, especially with, you know, maybe a change in season this year that it's going to be a little different than last year. So to help kind of ease that, that, you know, maybe that rough around the edges that they're going to get because they've been the villains of baseball the last couple of years and, you know, they've kind of embraced it, but at the same time, you know, they're getting better and that's good for college baseball. And it's good for the sec. Um, being an LSU fan, my life has always been great um, for, <laughs> for college baseball. I mean, not so much here recently. You know, we've had, you know, we haven't been back to the promised land since 09, but um, if there's a season that's looking good for it, this is the year. There we go. There we go. And look, you know, I, I've, I've never been a huge Tennessee fan. I love the city of Knoxville. I've been down there for a game, for a football game, but um, I must say, Last year they kind of won me over with the uh, the fur coat. They had, they were getting their Ric Flair on. I know they had a lot of people hating them. I I think it's great for the sport, and uh, I encourage uh, you know more more uh, more teams to have some type of ritual like that. So uh, I don't know. I don't know how you felt on that, and I'm sure as an LSU fan, maybe when you played, you're like, man, fuck these guys. But uh, <laughs> but well, I, they've had our number. They've had our number the last three years. We haven't beaten them in quite some time. So. <laughs> You know, maybe yeah. we'll see at the end of March. See, hopefully something good will happen there. There we go. There we go. So, uh, so this this weekend we got some we got some series that are going on. The 2023 Shriners Children College Classic, uh, which is at Minute Maid Park. Uh, and I guess the big question here: Do, you, do we think any team will go three and zero this weekend? We have the Rice Owls. Who, who, who will be taking on the Texas Tech Red Raiders? Uh, Texas Tech currently the 24th ranked team in the nation. Are we buying in to the Red Raiders, or do we think, you know, the Rice Owls, although they're private school pussies, are going to be able to to show up and uh, and and be all right here? What, what what Noah? What do you think about this matchup? So I think, you know, the question I guess always is is how do you determine a winner of like one of these weekend tournaments? It's basically if the team goes three, and zero. I think the best chance for a team to go three and zero in this weekend uh, at the Shriners children's is Texas tech. And they play rice here. The first game, I 
so this is the issue with no betting odds. We currently don't really know who's pitching these games. And Rice yeah. is not one of one of the headline opponents that Texas Tech is going to be playing this weekend. And we just we have to see who they're going to throw. Rice is three and five on the year, oh and two on Friday games, but their opponents have only scored five and six runs respectively, as Parker Smith has done a great job at keeping the Owls in the game with a 309 ERA. Only four runs combined or four earned runs, uh, two walks and 11.2 innings of work. So it's based off of like if if the Red Raiders take them lightly and don't throw their number one, Rice could be live here. It'll be interested to see what coach Tim Tadlock decides to do here. Um, so it depends on what the price is, who's who's their pitcher, um, but Rice could be worth a sprinkle here. And, and folks, you know, we, we had to get the show going just in case you're listening to this or, or watching this. Remember you can watch it on you, uh, youtube.com slash the college experience. We had to get the show, the show going. Cause we want people to be able to, to listen and get our thoughts on these games. The odds we thought would be out. I, I mean, do we think we have a real reason here on why the odds aren't out, Matt? Well, I, I came up with a theory not too long ago and <clears throat> it's working. Uh, it's a working theory, <laughs> working title. Um, I think maybe possibly the, the pitch clock might have something to do with it. We saw big um, stuff in, in major league baseball here recently with the spring training and guys getting used to it. I think maybe possibly they're not sure how each team is going to respond. I mean, we've got a lot of these tournaments that we're looking at where guys are, or teams are playing other teams that they haven't played maybe ever or once or twice throughout history. So, Maybe there's something to the whole pitch clock thing because it's it's been all over baseball recently, pro and college. So yeah, that makes yeah. a lot of sense, though. That makes a lot of sense. So here's what here's what I'm going to tell the audience right now. If you're listening to this and you're saying, "Well, I want to get some intel on these picks," well, we're going to tell you what we think would be right. But obviously, things can change with the odds dropping, and that's why you should check us out on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Uh, we yeah. will tweet out our picks there, like we always do. And also, don't forget the spit and seeds. Uh, they're on Twitter at Spittin' Seeds two four seven. I imagine they'll be doing the same. So we'll try soon, to what's that? soon. We'll be able to uh, solve this problem when we get our picks page up and going. That's that's in the works. It's coming. Yeah, we're working. We're working with this company tally site. We're going to be able to have that. So we're all making picks every day, and you'll be able to see what what you know what, what essentially with college basketball or college football. If you follow us on that or any of our other sports, not only those college uh, you know athletics, but we, we, we will provide that for you as well. So uh, Matt, do you so, like t- Texas tech here? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, there's just, there's a lot of firepower. They, you know, they got a lot of extra bases. I mean, they're an extra base machine of a team. Rice is not really, you know, they haven't shown much. They've, they've seven away games. Now, granted, this is in Houston. So it's kind of a home game, but they're on a seven game stretch where they're away from the house. They're already struggling. They've got guys, you know, the bullpen's really struggling. They they can't get guys out when they bring guys in. And that's that's a there's a redundant thing, but if you know college baseball or baseball in general, nothing nothing irks a manager more when a guy comes out of the bullpen and can't get guys out. I hear you, man. But I mean, you do like an opportunity potentially for a home dog. They are in their home city, but I mean, uh yeah, you guys are on Texas Tech. You guys are the sharps here. I'm just kind of the idiot talking, but uh, I'm on I'm on Texas Tech if they throw the number one. But I mean, if they go off of it and it's two fifty or higher, Rice is worth a play. I hit. Well, on if you sh- use last week for any indication, then go with Rice. If if, if you're basing <laughs> off what I say. Hey, I hit on Charleston, Virginia Tech, and uh, I'm gonna milk that as as long as I can. Um, 
Uh, uh, so give me the owls as a home dog. Now this next matchup, you know, no, I I'm biased here because shout out to Jeremy and Donati, the athletic director of TCU. Who I'm a friend of, uh, so uh, TCU is taking on Michigan and I don't know as a Michigan guy, so he probably crowbarred this one in here. So we have to talk about Michigan baseball, even though big 10 baseball has been irrelevant since ever. Uh, but TCU is taking on Michigan. I'm all over the horn frogs here. Am I crazy, Matt? No, this is super easy. Don't overthink it. TCU is the first meeting between them. Michigan's, uh, you know, traveling to a place a long ways away. Don't overthink it, TCU. Boom! There we go. I'm gonna hammer that one. Noah, talk to me about why why you think Michigan's got a chance, folks. List uh, the, the listeners got to know this. He's a Michigan Wolverine fan. Take it they with know. the grain of salt. All right, <laughs> they, they know. But Jim Harbaugh ain't walking through that door. <laughs> the, the Big Ten, you should, or at baseball, it's Eric Backage. But I mean, but it's Jim Harbaugh for Michigan. Does, does he sleep over at recruits' houses too? I don't. I don't. <laughs> so the so Big Ten been relevant twice, relevant twice in the last decade. They had Indiana in the World Series in 2013, I think it was, and Michigan in 2019. I'm on Michigan here. They're going to probably be the underdog in this matchup. They're two and zero on Fridays, and this year their ace Connor O'Halloran has been a dog on the mound with a 112 ERA. He's holding opponents to 148 batting average. He'll have his work cut out for him against the hungry TCU team after they just lost the series to Florida State. TCU's ace, Ryan Vanderhey, uh, he owns a 4.22 ERA in two games. If the Michigan bats show up like they have in the previous two weeks in California, they are definitely live. And this is another team that I'd put some money on knowing that O'Halloran is on the mound for Michigan. So I, I'm on the Wolverines here. I tried, you know, I remember you. Uh... You thought I was being a homer with my TCU pick when they played in football, and uh, I did. It, yeah. it came. It came. It came. We're not going to talk about the national championship, but we'll talk about the uh, the, the the playoff game. National championship, uh, you know, that never happened. All right, if you're a TCU <laughs> fan, that never happened. Um, but uh, TCU uh, owns one more playoff win than Michigan right now. Okay, sure. Um, um, <laughs> hold on, but I don't think Michigan has any right. That's what I said. They own one more yeah. than Michigan. Well, that's, at least they've, they, you know, they've won one. They've you won know? nothing. I love more than an argument between mediocrity. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Hey, uh, does your coach also buy cheeseburgers for like the third baseman? All right, so he's gonna get a hard, hard time about that one. Uh, <laughs> I'm all over TCU. I'm smashing it. Next up, we got this is his, the, his coach actually bought like a boatload of uh, what was it, crab legs or oysters? What was it down there? Uh, crawfish. <laughs> crawfish, crawfish, crawfish. That's what it was. Yeah, oh, sounds delicious. You're making me hungry. Uh, <laughs> we got a big one. The but I, and look, I know this is a, on the diamond, but we got the Bobby Petrino Cup going here. Louisville, <laughs> Texas A and M. Bobby Petrino, uh, you know, currently the athlete or the the offensive coordinator for the Texas A and M Aggies, uh, and obviously he's had two stints uh, at uh, at Louisville. So I'll give us a little music to warm up to this one. We got Louisville, Texas A and M. I'm excited for this matchup because 
really, when I look at these two programs in general, they'll do whatever it takes to win. They'll cheat there. I mean, look at the basketball program. Look at, I mean, that doesn't matter. I can appreciate the desire to be dominant and, and break all rules. Um, so I think this is a compelling matchup. I remember Louisville, you know, uh, I took them, I think in the playoffs last year, if memory serves me correct, was that Maryland they played early, early uh, Louisville played. Are you talking in the, are in you the, talking baseball, baseball, College? baseball yeah, last they, year, they played Michigan, they Michigan, got a, Michigan, Michigan. Yeah, That's what it was. Yeah. Us. He yeah. Was out at yeah. second base. Okay. I was on the Cardinals. Fantastic day. Yeah. Uh, and, and a and M I thought was, was pretty decent as well. Uh, they got hot. I thought towards the end of the year last year, very hot. Yeah. yeah. Extremely hot. So Louisville a and M doing battle uh, at the Shriners children college classic at Minimade park. I, I mean, system play here. A and M's athletic department. I'm all over a and M they spend up and look, I, I feel like Louisville's coming out of it. I'm all over a and M here that, that I was just there. They invited us down there for a football game. I got to tour that whole athletic department. I'm buying it. All right. And, and I get it. I, I, I don't know nearly as enough uh, or the same amount as you two, but I'm buying into what they're selling. Am I an idiot, Matt? <sighs> Man, yes. <laughs> no, no, because he, here's the thing with AM, they haven't hit well, but the pitching's deep. Louisville, exact opposite. They kill the ball, they can't really throw. But in usually good pitching beats great hitting. However, with it being in a major league stadium, with it being early in the season, with Schloss calling out the fans and hating his decision to leave TCU. Earlier this week, clearly <laughs> in frustration <laughs> building. Give me Louisville. Oh, there we go. Going with the cards. Noah, uh, maybe maybe you also think I'm an idiot too. Noah, what are you doing here? Yeah, I mean, I'm even gonna call out Matt here. I think their pitching's questionable too with the Aggies. Um, they is. have Nathan Detmer on the mound, but he's about it. When he's on the mound, <laughs> it gives him a little bit of a confidence boost, but he has a he has a 0.82 ERA. He's been lights out in his first two starts, but you know, in their last start, in his last start against Portland, he shoves seven innings. When they pull him, Portland scores. Was it nine mm-hmm. in two in two innings? It was just a really embarrassing performance in the final half of it by the bullpen. There, Louisville has their own dog bumping here, and Ryan Hawks, who has a dominant 0.66 ERA, in his two starts. 17 strikeouts in both of them. Uh, these two teams played each other in the super regionals last year. I like the revenge angle for the cards against the Aggies bullpen. Oh, I do like that motivational angle, but blood money wins, man. Let's go. Uh, all right. Before we get, to, before we, before we get to the next one, uh, I got to tell the folks out there that the college baseball experience on the sports gambling podcast networks br- brought to you by win bet win bets now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. And uh, look, win bets, you know, obviously active in a bunch of States and there are a ton of, a ton of ways to win, including live betting, same game parlays, AKA win bets, build your own bet. Plus March madness is basically here. There's tons of ways to win. You can get down on, on, uh, I mean, NHL, NBA, fucking XFL is rolling along. Um, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollars limited to state availability. And of course uh, for our DJs only, if you, if you hit the uh, biggest long shot parlay of the week, we get a thousand dollar free credit 
what are you doing? Get in there. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. So they know that we sent you that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T offer something to change terms and conditions. Winbet.com must be 21 or older president state where Winbet is available. If you or somebody you know as a gamer problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by talkify. Wow. Look at, look what we got going here. Life is full of what ifs. Uh, yeah. So what if, uh, what if you try something new when it comes to dating? Maybe it's not working out for you. All right. Uh, what, what's classic about sports, you know, is you, you adjust on the fly. I always love that. You know, you're, you're, what doesn't matter the sport. If you got, you know, if you're running a zone defense, you know, in the, in basketball and it's just not working out, you switch, you go, man, maybe full court press. Well, the same can be applied for dating. If you're fucking smart. And this is what Talkify does for you. All right. Uh, Talkify is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that is designed to help you achieve relationship success. All right. So maybe you've just been going out on all these dates. It's just not working out for you. Right. You think, I don't know. It's just not working out. Whatever, whatever you're using, you try, try a different approach. Maybe you're just getting shit hammered at the bar and, and, you know, doing 10 vodka sodas. And next thing you know, the girl doesn't like you anymore. Right. Well, guess what? Maybe, maybe you change the approach. That's all I'm saying. That's how success happens in many realms of life. And that is why Talkify makes a lot of sense for you. All right. Uh, <laughs> right now, Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at talkify.com slash SGPN. And here's how it works. Talk of the Talkify matchmakers will meet with you to learn about what you're looking for in a partner, essentially. Uh, then they'll select and screen potential match candidates for you, like a job interview over here, right? Doing background checks, video interviews, and asking the tough questions that maybe are too awkward for first dates. You know what I mean? It, it's this thing makes a lot of sense. All right, maybe you've been waiting to go see, you know, Sting live, and none of your friends want to, right? Maybe they're going to connect you something. You never know. You never know. All right. Uh, so check out talkify and it, it, look, it's spelled a little differently. T a W K I F Y.com slash S G P N for 20% off. When you become a client, once again, talkify.com slash S G P N try a different approach. People that's my, that's my slogan at the end of that. I like that. Try a different approach. I, I do believe that though. I do believe when, that look, when you're talking all the adjustments, they're the coach. You need a great coach. So I'm saying, <laughs> Look, I can tell you this. If, if I, if I go up to bat and I can't hit the ball and I've tried this all day, all week, guess what? Maybe you should try a different batter. Maybe you Just should try a different approach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, you yeah. tell them to go try a different sport. That's true too. <laughs> no that's, that's a risky play. Talkify might be able to match you with that too. I don't know. <laughs> um, all right, look, we got more games. Um, I'm super excited, man. All weekend, there's just a lot of great games going on. We got the Cambria College Classic at U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, Vanderbilt, Blue Blood, man. Vanderbilt, man. They, they're, they're. If you know college baseball, you got to know Vanderbilt. They're taking on Nebraska, the Cornhuskers. <sighs> you would think Nebraska would be better with baseball. I feel like you know after watching Field of, I know Field of Dreams is Iowa, but I just feel like you know Nebraska. I just feel like baseball, they should be dominant there. Uh, but really Vanderbilt's the, the blue blood here. Is this, we just go chalk. I feel the like college, I just, the college world series. Yeah, is in their home. That's state. what I'm saying. And you, uh, how many, how many, I mean, you can watch, I, I believe, uh, 
what's the Robert Redford movie? He's a base in baseball. The natural. The natural. I think he's he's from Nebraska. I think his character, yeah. Roy Hobbs. Yeah. yeah uh, I don't know. I, I just feel like they should be better. But I, call me crazy. I'm just going chalk here with Vandy. Uh, Matt, what are you doing here? Uh, so to touch on Nebraska real quick, uh, baseball program has suffered the same thing that everything else has is the move to the Big Ten from the Big Twelve because in the Big Twelve they were a good baseball program. You take the checks, um, you went, take the losses, huh? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, and to call Vandy a blue blood, let's 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 pump the brakes. Let's uh, I just it. feel like two championships we'll, within, we'll give within Colby the two decades. Yeah, I just <laughs> okay, feel like right. every time I've watched this over the past fifteen years, I always feel like Vanderbilt's good. Is that fair? That's that's fair, but to say blue blood, that's okay. See. Okay. Okay. Fair As enough. As a fan of a blue blood, let's. Uh, okay. Okay. They're not. That's SEC yeah. rivalry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe I'm fuck it. Maybe I'll go to Nebraska. No, I'm joking. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> no. So, so, so the, the the big thing is is Vandy's coming off big series against UCLA, who I picked to beat Vandy because Vandy. They're they're almost a new team this year. You know they lost a lot of offense. Enrique Bradfield is already still struggling, and yet they seem to be putting it together. That's probably because of the pitching staff. It's outstanding. Um, You know, once again, Tim Corbin has arms, but you know, let's let's see how that continues. If they can, if the offense doesn't continue to pick up, that's going to be a struggle come SEC play. But give me Vandy. There you go. All right. Look, they're figuring things out. They're still winning. All right. Like, like, like a blue blood. You know what I mean? They're just uh, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> figuring things out. Like yeah. a blue blood. Oh boy. Hey, I, 20, I'm year just, old, 20 year old blue blood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm, look, I, I guess, you know, I, I'm much more educated with football and basketball history, but I just felt like Vanderbilt's always good. I thought this is the only reason why they were in the sec. I knew football and basketball weren't cutting it, so I was like, "Man, baseball—they're good. I see why they keep them in the league and keep getting those big ass checks." You know what I mean? GPA. GPA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Noah, you riding with the Commodores here? What are you doing? Break this one down for us. Yeah, both teams are one and one on Fridays. That's a nice little nugget there. But Vanderbilt's played the tougher competition. It's going to be interesting to see who they start on Friday here against Nebraska, as they have a big one the next day against Maryland. So Carter Holton, they're obvious ace here, but they're very deep, as Matt said. So if Holton doesn't go on Friday, you know, and Nebraska might have like a little bit of giddy up in their steps saying like, Hey, they're not, they're not valuing us as like a top opponent. They're throwing their ace tomorrow. Uh, let's jump on them here early. But you know, uh, the Cornhusters, they could attack this game with the good old SP one, all hands on deck after that from the bullpen. Cause uh, it's on Friday night. They're going to throw everything they can to get a W I'm still going to go with Vanderbilt though. So everything I was talking about with the analysis kind of would favor Nebraska if it's the right price, but Vanderbilt's probably going to be here like minus two sixty, and I would just stay away from the game. You're not going to flex your big 10. No, no, this is this Cambria classes classics, a nice little sec against big 10. And by the way, Matt, Hawaii qualifies as sec this weekend. Do you know that? <laughs> I, I saw that. Cause it, the, I saw that it said, what did it say? Uh, it said sec and then something else. And I was like, Hawaii. I was like, Oh, I guess Hawaii is sec this weekend. <laughs> I was going to say though, Vandy does play down this year. 
They have okay. played down this year, so keep keep that in mind. They've played down this year to their competition. All right. Well, uh, yeah. So look, I sound like I know what I'm talking about here. I feel like a lot of these picks are, are you know, I, I went 11 and three, and I, I was getting DMs <laughs> being like, "Dude, you know your baseball." And I'm sitting there like, "This isn't sustainable." So I, I was just answering like, "Yeah, I do, man." Wait, Cheers. You know. Wait till uh, they hear that blue blood comment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, this one a swig. does this one count as a blue blood because they're the reigning champs, the Ole Miss no, Rebels. No, oh, no. they're the reigning <laughs> champs. I knew an LSU fan would get. I knew an Bandit. LSU fan would get pissed uh, after the Rebels. No, actually, actually not. Actually not. No, I was actually they, happy they for Bianco. <laughs> Uh, so they're taking on the Maryland Terrapins. My mother is a Maryland Terrapin graduate. Does that mean I should stick? See, my, I just have a hard time ever believing that a Big Ten team can can win these things. Uh, I mean, Maryland, I knew they were good last year. Talk me into why Maryland can actually win this game, Matt. I'll talk you into why they won't. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, they just played. <laughs> Ole Miss went two and one. See, but see. they won on Friday, and Jason Savakul dealt seven innings, nine punches, one total hit. Give me the Terps as the dog. Oh Hopefully man, they open up as the dog. I'm on Maryland here. Is this a Matt? Is he doing this just for Big Ten shtick, or or should I just ride with the, the defending champs? Well, listen. When you only have one bullet in the Big Ten chamber, you gotta <laughs> shoot it, right? <laughs> so yeah, but no, I he's mean, got he, Maryland in Omaha. Don't let him fool I do you. Have he's Maryland on the Terps Omaha. train. I, listen, listen. Somebody out of the Big Ten's got to win. It's going to be Maryland. <laughs> However, it's early in the season. Ole Miss just beat them two to one, which is funny to me that they're even going to play again. Anyway. Yeah, they I find that the hilarious. Cool on Friday. Yeah. They lost yeah, the Savicool on Friday. Okay, no Hunter Elliott either. All right, system play now. My mother went to Maryland. Give me the Terps, Noah. Don't lead me in the wrong direction here with your Big Ten. Uh, now we got uh, Hawaii as we touched to. Shout out to Justin Casey. She tells me I can I can't watch college experience. She's out. Nobody puts Colby in a corner. There we go. Shout out to Justin. Uh, Hawaii is taking on Minnesota. I mean. It's a sh- this isn't being played in Hawaii, unfortunately, because I have some music that would fit perfectly for Hawaii. But um, the Gophers, they don't stand out to me as a strong baseball team. Uh, Noah, uh, tell me wh- your analysis on the Gophers here. I just system play. Hawaii's war. Minnesota's not. Give me Hawaii. What are you doing here, Noah? Yeah, this is a system play. Go with the SEC and the Rainbow Warriors. Uh, both <laughs> both teams. They're zero and two on Fridays so far this season. Hawaii. They got screwed with this draw because they joined they joined the tournament and of course they have to play the Big Ten teams and their biggest game is Maryland on a Sunday so you're not really going to hold back your ace two days because then it screws them up for the next week um, so it's pretty much assured that Hawaii is going to go with their ace here on Friday Harry Gustin um, so with me I, I I'm not very I, I don't have much conviction with the pick. So give me Hawaii uh, as Minnesota's zero at eight so, so so far this season. So I'm going with the Warriors here. There we go, Matt. So real quick, I agree. Hawaii, Harry Gustin, zero one ninety RA. Tucker Novotny, zero one seventy RA. Going to be a lot of runs, boys. However, Hawaii they do a lot of damage with two outs. Over half their runs are scored. However, this is what I want to talk about about this game. You have Rich Hill, head coach for Hawaii, 32 years. 
1,111 wins, 765 losses, four ties. You have John Anderson, 42 years, 1,347 wins, 972 losses, and three ties. 74 years combined, over 2,400 wins, 1,700 losses. This is one of the most historical matchups, coaching-wise, yeah. that this game has ever seen. Sign and me it up. almost might not get talked about. Yeah, yeah. Sign, and they're sign. they're going to decide to play each other in a football stadium where the bleachers are <laughs> representing right field and they're 280 feet. <laughs> sign me up for watching this one, though. Um, look, does any of these teams from this Cambria College Classic go three and zero? Do we think Vandy could go three and zero? Do we think you know uh, Maryland's going to you know go three? I, I I would tend to believe they probably wouldn't. But uh, Noah, do you have any that you think will go three and zero? Maybe the Rainbow Warriors. Um, <laughs> so if, if you're going to go with a three, no team has got to be from the sec side, in my opinion, and Hawaii's not going to do it. Cause I think Maryland's going to catch them in that third game. I think they might go two and one low key. Um, I think Vandy's the pick if they're going to go to, if, if the team goes three, no, I think it'll be Vanderbilt because they get Nebraska on Friday, Maryland's a 50, 50 game there on Saturday night. And then Minnesota on Sunday, I think mm. they win easily too. They could get that Maryland one for a third too. I agree with you, Vandy. Just like a good blue blood, they could win those three. Uh, Matt, uh, you agree with Vandy's best? Cha- who, who, who do you think has the best chances to go three and zero there? I don't think anyone's going to go three and zero. Okay. However, Vanderbilt is just because of the matchups. I think, I think Ole Miss is probably the best team there, um, but I don't think that they have the chance because there, there's the opportunity for them to lose to Maryland, even though I don't think they do. All right. Well, next up, we got the Southern California College Baseball Classic, which is in Westwood, California. Uh, Tulane. Uh, someone told me I said that I say that incorrectly. It's Tulane, right? Tulane. I don't know. Uh, Tulane's taking from there. Yeah, yeah. I think I think someone was telling me that I say that incorrectly. Uh, but anyway, Tulane is at UCLA. I know. I so I, I understand that. You perhaps are have been going for UCLA, Matt. Is that accurate? Yeah. Why? I'm, why I'm, is that? So I'm a big John Savage fan. Uh, okay. Head coach for UCLA. He's a big pitching guy. They always have outstanding pitching. They have one of the most interesting World Series championships of all time. They hit, I think, just over 200 and won the College World Series in 2012. Fascinating. Um, because their pitching was dominant. Once again, 1.5 ER, 1.54 ERA as a team, as a pitching staff. And they just lost two games to Vanderbilt this past weekend. That's included. So um, UCLA, I'm always big on. They have some of the best uniforms in college baseball. Uh, Big uniform guy. But UCLA all the way. Noah, you backing them up on uh, the green wave when they come out to California? Yeah, I think they win this one comfortably. Um, As their ace, uh, Jake Brooks, he, he he's in a very nice bounce back spot after, you know, he got a little bit roughed up by Vanderbilt on last Friday. Uh, Tulane is 0 and 2 on Fridays. So their offense just hasn't done enough against other teams. Aces. Therefore, you know, the under, if it's like nine and a half or higher, like nine and a half, 10 and a half, 11 and a half, I would take the under here because Dylan Carnemouche for the green wave can deal himself. He has a 253 ERA with 14 strikeouts and two starts. So that would be the pick here because I think UCLA probably opens up a little bit higher than uh, I would like. But yeah, it's got to be UCLA and under. All right. Let's see. You talked me into it. I'm all over the Bruins here. Now, across town, you have obviously, that's where USC resides. 
uh, USC. I feel like used to be really good right in the nineties. I feel like they were a dominant program, right? Does blue no, blood count even, here? No, no, this is, this is one of the top blue bloods. Yeah. That's what I, okay. Okay. They've got the most yeah. championships. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. So yeah. USC's taking on the Hornets coming down from Sacramento, uh, Sa- Sacramento state. Are they, are they any good mid major wise Noah? Yeah, I think they can put up a good fight here. And there's, there's going to be a very interesting one. Sac state. They've played two summit league opponents. They've looked great, but it's hard to determine how serious we and USC should take them here. The Trojans look competitive at Auburn. So that's where I'm going to go for this game here, but I don't have a super strong opinion on it as you know, they didn't really have too many great pitching performances down there in Auburn. Their bats competed and they ended up with a tie in that Sunday uh, matchup. But yeah, I, I would I would lean USC slightly here. Um, nothing too uh, crazy though. Riding with the blue blood. Um, how about how about you, Matt? You gonna go Trojans here? System play or or do you think Sac State's got a chance? Give me Sacramento State. Oh, I, I don't. Yeah, I, this is because I think it's it's one of those those Friday first game statement. You know, USC's co-hosting this with UCLA. There's an opportunity for Sacramento State to go out there. They're going to probably throw Noah Takas. Takas, I think, is 2-0, ERA. So he's going to go out there. He's going to get, you know, eat up innings, get guys out. Um, UCLA struggled, I think, you know, the movement and, you know, going all the way to Auburn, coming all the way back kind of is, is going to be a problem. They hit the ball well, but they don't pitch it really well. Give me Sacramento State. Yeah, it's a tough last name. It looks like Takich. Takich. <laughs> Something. Uh, what about, does anyone go three and O that weekend uh, or this weekend? I should say, uh, any chance that UCLA just, just puts it on Tulane here. It's probably UCLA three Oh, uh, over Sac state, USC and Tulane. Matt, yeah. you agree? Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Let's, let's hop on over to the, wow. Just got to put it on. The, just got to put it on the, the list here. Uh, we're going to take you to the Keith LeClaire classic. And uh, well, it's, it's, this is a, uh, this is in Greenville, North Carolina folks. And uh, if there's one thing about green North Greenville, North Carolina, you know, great fans, great city, great town. And There was nothing that we couldn't do, and that includes winning the Keith LeClaire Classic. Um, uh, Long Beach State, the Dirtbags. We can't call them Dirtbags in 2023. I read this uh, story uh, this offseason. Pretty ridiculous shit happening uh, in baseball Long Beach, California. Baseball team is still the Dirtbags. The baseball uh, team. Still yeah, is. no, no, they're they're no other name than the Dirtbags. <laughs> really? I, but I thought I read an article this like this past baseball summer. Baseball team is okay. Everything else is. Care what article? Rules. I don't care what article you read. Yeah, Nothing. no, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. A I baseball an, team can't be canceled. And cancel culture. I'm going to be completely honest. It was probably a couple of years after I found out about Long Beach State in general that their name wasn't is not really the Dirtbags. <laughs> yeah, that well, the 49ers now, right? Uh, well, they've but, always been the 49ers. Yeah. The baseball team was just nicknamed that, and I thought Dirtbags was Long Beach State all the way. <laughs> Oh, I, no I mean, idea. isn't that just such a great name? I'm telling you, I read some stupid article. Maybe, maybe it was them for lobbying for them to change the name. I don't remember. It's just ridiculous though. But Come they on. did. They were the beach 
for the last that's few right. years for that's yeah. right. Yeah. Sports. Yeah, yeah, that's right. What a stupid world we live in. Um they were in a long state yeah. beach beach. <laughs> long long beach state beach. Who the fuck is the dirtbags offending? I don't I don't know. Dirt don't bags. get me started. They're taking on Georgetown. <laughs> the Hoyas. Wow. Look, I grew up in the DC area. I mean, is Georgetown any good? I, I tend to think they they're probably not very good. Noah, talk to me. They're okay. They've actually played uh, some weak competition early on, so it's another one that we have trouble trouble viewing. Like how good they are. They played UNC Wilmington over the past weekend. They looked actually pretty good, but they also have some wins over. I think it's Iona and Siena mixed in there, which aren't very good programs at all. Um, the Dirtbags. They're two and zero with their ace Graham Osman when he's bumping on the mound. It'll be interesting to see if they use him here against Georgetown. Uh, he has a 159 ERA holding opponents to 150 batting average. Like I said, the Hoyas haven't really played anybody yet as Long Beach State's going to be their toughest opponent they've faced so far. So watch this money line open at minus like 300 for Long Beach State. But, you know, if Georgetown pitches their best and doesn't save it for somebody else this weekend, they've got a chance to win this game. I'm all over Long Beach State. As a guy that grew up in the DC area, come on, come on! Long Beach State is going to destroy them. Matt, am I an idiot for this pick? No, I agree. I mean, both teams pitch it well, um, but you know, Long Beach State, not a blue blood, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> they they still a lot of dirt bags, um, and I think that could be the difference in this game. I don't know how well Georgetown is going to be able to handle a team that can run the bases um, well, which which. Long Beach State does so. So give me the dirtbags. Let's go. Let's go, Noah. Uh, so you are you going? Are you going state here or the dirtbags? What are you doing? Yeah, here? I'm picking yeah. Long Beach State to win it. But I think that you know Georgetown, if they open up at the right price, it wouldn't be a bad play at all. Just because I think that Long Beach State's going to end up saving Osmond for either Indiana or uh, your boys. Yeah. Once again, we'll be tweeting out our picks, folks. Uh, you know, at TCE on SGPN and at uh, Spitting Seeds two four seven. That's S P I T T I N Seeds two four seven. Uh, all right, let's go to the one that where Noah thinks his Big Ten is going to have any chance coming into Greenville, North Carolina, as the Hoosiers uh, take on take on the East Carolina Pirates. I think you guys know my answer because when you're at East Carolina, you go for it every time. Or you don't coach at East Carolina, you don't come to East Carolina, you don't play at East Carolina with a weak heart. Write it. Write it, baby. All right. I will be going in on a nice bet. What's up, the North Carolina Tar Heel fans? Little wine and cheese pussies. What happened when you played the East Carolina Pirates? All right. You came to Greenville, you took an L. We went to Chapel Hill. Fuck you. And uh, yeah, we got it done. Matt, I'm sorry if you're not familiar with my uh, fandom of East Carolina, but uh, curious what you're doing here. I I, I love the fandom. I mean, <laughs> you guys deserve to be in Omaha at some point. Can you please get there? Yes, this is the God. year, man. This is the year. <laughs> I thought we I had Texas like you, last year. Cool. Like Tennessee fans since '98, <laughs> man. No, it. So this is an interesting matchup because. Indiana, while they're four and four, they've played Auburn and Texas. They're hitting 250, which is not bad. They're scoring five and a half runs a game. They have three guys hitting over 340. So when you think about playing Auburn and Texas already, and they have three guys hitting over 340, it's pretty impressive. 
ERA is 3.7, which means they pitch well in those losses too. ECU's had some midweek mayhem, as we like to call it, spin seeds. They've had some issues, and <laughs> a lot of times, if you look at history, teams that have midweek issues but win on the weekend somehow make it to Omaha. 2017 LSU drove me nuts, gave me gray hairs, couldn't win in the midweek, got to the championship. We won't talk about the championship. <laughs> um, however, ECU, they give a lot of free passes. They have a, a you know a 5.2 ERA. They're struggling on the mound right now. It is early. Give me Indiana. Oh, my gosh. I'm joking. I'm joking. You're entitled <laughs> to your opinion. <laughs> But uh, we're definitely gonna have to share some 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 messages once uh, once Greenville burns down at the jungle, <laughs> baby. Uh, Noah, talk talk me into why uh, East Carolina is uh, is gonna win this game. Or are you gonna go with your Big Ten? No, I'm not going Big Ten here. Real simple. Indiana's played Texas and Auburn, two great opponents, and East Carolina is also a great opponent. They're right in there in that same column as. You know, both those teams, and they're actually probably better than both of them uh, this mm-hmm. year. Indiana, I think, is the best opponent this weekend in this uh, LeClaire Classic. You're going to see Trey Savage on the mound here, I think. He's rocking a 164 ERA with 15 strikeouts, 11 innings. Don't worry about the bullpen. He'll go seven deep. Indiana 0-2 on Fridays. East Carolina 2-0 on Fridays. Lock it up because I believe Let's go. They said lock it up too. Let's let's I will play the song again. Let's go. All right. Uh we have the uh uh the the survivor. By the way, the Circa Challenge Survivor. Shout out to Derek Stevens. Uh been on the show before owner of the Circa in Las Vegas. And if you haven't been there, folks, you got to get there. So the 11.7 weekend pick them and survivor Circa challenge. We got Dallas Baptist at Southern miss the golden Eagles in Hattiesburg. I always, you know, look, I know, I know Brett Favre might've built a uh, volleyball court with some, with some terrible shit going on down there, but damn it. Allegedly. Yeah, let's yeah, that's true. That. You may have sued for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's watching. true. What are you gonna sue me for, Brett? All right, what are you gonna sue? <laughs> uh, Dallas Baptist, uh, but the fans are great in Hattiesburg. I feel like I don't care the sport. If it's football, if it's basketball, if it's baseball, they, the 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 like I feel like they have a legit great crowd no matter the sport. So, am I crazy for just thinking? The Eagles will fly high against Dallas Baptist. I know Dallas Baptist is a good program. Noah, talk to me about this. I went back and forth on this series. I think it's probably the toughest one to pick out of all six. But the Golden Eagles are going to be my pick here for me as Southern Miss pitching staff. They've looked super deep in the preseason. Sorry, they've, that was just that was your Eagle <laughs> coming through. Uh, continue. I'm sorry. They've fallen apart as of late. They played Illinois and lost the weekend series. Then gave up 10 to Mississippi state in the midweek, but Dallas Baptist, they haven't their weekend series that they've played against are Fordham and Austin P Southern miss is a little bit more battle tested for this weekend. And I think they can take two out of three in a very tight one, Matt, what are you doing here in Hattiesburg? I mean, it's carbon copy. What Noah just said, I I did the same thing. I was back and forth. I was like, man, I don't just because Southern miss, you know, outside of Friday, the pitching staff is kind of suspect a little bit at times for whatever reason, which has not been their MO the last couple of years, even though they, you know, they're reloading. It's kind of like, well, you have 
you have a culture there of pitching. So what's, what's going on, but uh, give me Southern Miss and an edge out there. There we go. Uh, the, the little battle of Florida here, little rivalry, the Miami hurricanes taking on God. the Florida Gators in Gainesville, <laughs> right? Yeah. What, what, what's going on? Talk to me. I, I despise Miami so much. <laughs> I, I, there, it's like their football team. It, I said it last, the last time we did a podcast. it's like, Oh, Miami's back. Miami's been, it's like, come on. <laughs> I'm so like, win it. And then I'll, I'll believe it. Right on. So I think that sums up uh, your pick there. You go, you're on the Gators. I take it. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll join you on that. I'm going to listen sorry, to that. Sorry to steal that right there from everybody, oh, but no, God, you're good. I, I, so sick of Miami. We, we welcome outrage, you know, like we, we, yeah. yeah. We promote it and then yeah. we clip it and we I put mean, it on you, TikTok. You have arguably, you have one of the best cultures of, of baseball that you are in the area, but in, as far as a tradition, and you have one of the worst stadiums in the country. <laughs> Come on, though. It's a great stadium. They named it after a player that didn't play for him, right? Come on. <laughs> Noah, Just because he threw money in it. <laughs> Noah, uh, you're a big Florida Florida Gator backer. I know this. Uh, and he doesn't really like the Gators either. So that's saying ooh, something. Nope. Ooh. So. <laughs> All right, I, I, you're going chalk, though, buddy? Yeah. I mean, if I was still alive in the survivor, I lost my survivor pick last week. I went with Eric Backage, my boy in Clemson, and then they decided to get swept by UCF. And did you see UCF run down the hill and touch Howard's touch Howard's rock and run down the hill? Awesome fucking <laughs> troll in the football stadium before they left. But Florida would be the survivor pick here. They flat out looked better in every facet of the game, pitching, hitting, fucking everything. Uh on on Sundays, if it even comes down to it. Uh, the, the Gators have the best starting rotation and maybe so they are five deep. I don't know if anybody's five deep. You could say that Tennessee is a better three, but I think better four and better five for come from Florida here. And on Sundays, Jack Clack Leon, he's uh, a power hitter leads the country in bombs right now with nine. And he on the left side throws 97. I think right now, Florida looks like they might be, uh, one of the better teams in the country on a Sunday. So f- with that, if it comes, if it miraculously is one, one on a Sunday, I love Florida. Um, but yeah, this is my survivor pick for sure. I think they could actually sweep my team. There you go. Going with the Gators. Okay. Now we got to talk uh, the Campbell camels who, who, had, you know, went into Greenville and got a dub. Unfortunately uh, they head to uh, Louisiana Lafayette. Well, Lafayette, Louisiana, right? To take on Louisiana. Is Campbell the real deal or or do I you know, should I just be really upset? What what are you pointing down to? Matt, let's uh Matt, uh what are you doing here? We are camels all the way at Spitting Seeds, man. We've been on them since since pretty much last year with with Nito and they got Kohler. We you know, we got to interview Kohler and he's an absolute stud. Campbell is one of the is arguably the best mid-major program in the country. They don't care about who you are, what the name on your chest is. They're going to show up, they're going to play, and it's going to be a hard game, win or lose. Give me Campbell all the way, even though I love Louisiana Lafayette, man. I love the Raging Cajuns. Give me Campbell. Interesting going with the Campbell Campbells who uh, they're another athletic department that I feel like has been coming on lately. Noah, uh, is he just uh, too close to the fire there? Or do you think the raging cages can get this thing done? I, I do think the raging Cajuns can edge them out here with the home field advantage of Louisiana. Uh, 
Campbell gets into the, some of the times of these firefights um, where it's just a high scoring battle. And I think Louisiana has the pitching staff that just kind of keep that out of the game script here. I'm going to go with the Cajuns in a really good series. I think they take two out of three and they lose to Kohler on Friday. Mm, 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 mm. I'm going to back Campbell. They came in at BDCU. I think they're legit. All right. I think they're legit. Let's go. Uh, Texas State's heading to Grand Canyon. Well, this isn't at the Grand Canyon, but because for some reason the university is three <laughs> hours away in Scottsdale in or something. Yeah, or Phoenix. But be pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool. I, I wonder if Texas State players know that as they head to Grand Canyon to take on the Grand Canyon. Uh, look, say what you want. I know we give them a hard time about being three hours away from the Grand Canyon, but damn, if they're, they're, Athletics once again. I feel like their fans show up, whether it's ba- whether it's baseball, whether it's basketball, probably even table tennis. Uh, I'm, I, am I crazy for just thinking Grand Canyon's the team to beat here? Uh, give me give me GC Noah. No, you're not crazy. They were top twenty in the country last year in attendance. So and being that they're a, a little online school with an attendant or with a. Uh, enrollment of 4,000 <laughs> on yeah. campus. It's, it's an amazing turnout that the program has gotten and they're my darling this year. Uh, Beard's high on Campbell. I'm high on grand Canyon. So give me the lopes and an outstanding baseball environment. I, I think they, you know, Texas tech is not a team to take lightly as last year they had a stranglehold on Stanford and they let them loose in the ninth inning uh, or maybe it was extras, but you know, it it's going to be a tough one because Texas Tech can hit the shit out of the ball. But I think if there's anything that Grand Canyon specializes in, it's really how they can grind out a game. And for me, I think that GCU takes at least two of the three. Matt, where are you at uh, with the Grand Can- with uh, Grand Canyon and uh, the Bobcats of Texas State? Uh, first off, great animal matchup. Okay, you got the Bobcats versus the Antelopes. That's true. Great that animal true. matchup. That is very true. That is a great animal matchup, man. Um. Grand Canyon, uh, just a great baseball program. Been there last year, you know, really kind of step on the scene. If, if you knew a little bit of college baseball, you knew they had the potential. They were always kind of around Texas State as well. Beating Texas last year was not a surprise to any of us. Um, but Grand Canyon just kind of seems to have a little bit more. They kind of seem to be where Texas State wants to be in a couple of years. Like, hey, we've we've beaten some teams. Now let's keep going to that next step. Grand Canyon's kind of already done that. So give me Grand Canyon. There we go. I like that. Uh, for an animal matchup here, we got a rivalry game. I don't know if it's much of an animal matchup when you have a yellow jacket and a bulldog, but great rivalry. Doesn't matter. These these programs go back. The Bulldogs heading to Atlanta to take on Georgia Tech, the Ramblin' Wreck. Uh, you know, I watched who was it that Georgia lost to in the opener? I, I, they lost to somebody. They Texas got upset. Yes, yes. I watched that game. And then uh, Georgia Tech, I feel like uh, was supposed to be decent last year and kind of wasn't. Right? Is that accurate, Noah? Uh, they were decent. I would say. I would say they were decent. They were supposed to be great. And yeah, that's what I, I remember. That uh, is there. A, you know, should we just go Georgia Tech here? Is that the angle? Uh, wh- wh- what are you doing here in this matchup? Yeah, we talked about a series that might like if it goes Campbell's way, it turns into a fire fest. I think uh, with Campbell, Louisiana. This one I see going Georgia Tech's way, and the way they like to play baseball is in the teens. They like to play a lacrosse matchup with the score, and Georgia doesn't have the pitching this year that they used to in years past. 
And I think that really catches up to them here in this spot. They haven't played a team quite like Georgia Tech yet this so far this year. So give me the Yellow Jackets. I think they the first game is in Athens, Georgia. The games Good two point. and game three are there in Atlanta. And I think they at least take game two, game three at home. I think they could maybe even sweep their rival here as well. I'm going with two sweeps and some of the bigger rivalry games this weekend. <laughs> wow. Wow. Matt, I know, uh, I know you have a dog named after Herschel Walker who uh, I, I'm, I'm curious if that's because you live in Knoxville and, and maybe he ran over bill Bates so bad that uh, you know, you get to talk a little shit around the neighborhood, but uh, does that mean you're going with the bulldogs? No. And did you say that the Sunday game was a neutral site? No, uh, n- no, I didn't, but is it so, so Athens Friday, you got Atlanta on Saturday and then it's neutral site. I would be remiss gotcha. if I didn't mention that because a buddy of mine's a Georgia tech fan. And he gave me hell about the graphic we put out. Cause it says at Georgia, he said, don't give that credit. You know, you know how they are. <laughs> However, you were talking about Georgia tech last year, Georgia tech's issues last year. And again, this year are bullpen. Yeah. They will walk the world. Um, and they always seem to give up leads late. Because of that, the control issues, my buddy, I get texts all the time. Oh, here we are, you know, going to walk another guy, just walk in another guy. It's just, it seems to be a thing. However, they can hit like you were talking about. They like to score a lot of runs. Georgia is struggling. Jaden, uh, you know, Jaden Woods is pretty much your, 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 your biggest guy on the mound. And outside of that, they've really struggled. They were supposed to have some freshmen that threw the ball well, but they just haven't showed up yet. Still early. But give me Georgia Tech. Going with the Yellow Jackets. All it's right, my survivor pick. If I was still oh. on it too. Oh, I like <laughs> it. I go. like it, uh, <laughs> folks. And also remember, we're going to tweet out our picks. So make sure make sure you give us a follow at TCE on SGPN and also uh, at Spitting Seeds two four seven. Final matchup here: Georgia Southern. The Eagles are heading to Orlando to take on the very golden UCF Knights. Uh, I mean. I'm on UCF here. Am I a fool for this, Noah? No, because I was a fool and went against them last week, and they were the team that ruined my run in Survivor. I learned my lesson a little bit. <clears throat> they were firing on all cylinders. They, you know, they were putting together good starts. Uh, nothing like too special in the in the scorebook, but in the box score. But I mean, when you can piece together three outs, three outs, three outs, and not give up a oblique or what's the, what's the damn word? A, uh, um, just a lopsided inning. There we go. Uh, uh, to the other team and the other opponent. I think that's where Georgia Southern, when they get their offense, they get it in bunches. They're really just a pitching first team. They're very actually deep in pitching. I think this is going to be a great low scoring series. Um, just the performance at Clemson has stuck into my mind a little bit. And I think, this series is going to be another great one in favor of UCF where it's the moment of the season that makes ECU say, Oh shit, these guys are for real. And we have some competition in the American this year. Uh Oh, shout out to Rob Donaldson in the chat. It says so glad you guys are doing this. I've been wanting to get into college baseball betting again. Yes. Come back. Come on. What else you got going on? It's a great sport. Uh, Matt, uh, what are you doing here in Orlando? Not picking UCF. I haven't forgiven them for the hit that they put on Joe Burrow, even though they set in motion. <laughs> I was at that greatest, game. I was at that game. One of the greatest <laughs> runs of all time. Also, 
just for the simple fact that they swept Clemson last week and I picked Clemson. So give fair. me Georgia seven. Fair, fair, very fair. Uh all right. Well, look. Uh, so, top survivor play for you would be Georgia Tech. The top survivor play for Noah would be you said the Gators, right, Noah? Yep. I went with Florida. Uh, how about how about uh, do you have do you have a lock that you like uh, most out of out of what we previewed as far as the classics? Yeah, mine was East Carolina. East Carolina. How about how about you, Matt? Uh, UCLA. UCLA. There we go, folks. A I'm- dog too for me would be. Um, it would be rice against Texas Tech. They, they're the home dog. First game of that Shriners. Cramping my style. <laughs> Indiana dog for me. Oh man, gosh! There we go, folks. Uh, that is Matt Beard, and make sure you check out uh, Spit and Seeds podcast uh, and and Twitter page at Spit and Seeds two four seven. Absolutely great work uh, there, and. Uh, Look, Ryan has, he says, love that there's so many TCE regulars here. Yes. Make sure you can watch this too. If you're listening to this on audio form, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, you can give everyone a follow here. Noah's on Twitter at 77 NB. It's also going across the bottom line there. Uh, Matt beard is on Twitter at LSU MAB 11. Give him a follow. Also, like I said, the spit and seeds uh, at spit and seeds, two, four, seven, and the college baseball experience on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. We appreciate you folks. Remember to check out all of our other feeds. All right. The college bat March madness is going crazy right now. The college, uh, the college, uh, uh, you know, b- basketball world's about to heat up over the next month. So check out the college basketball experience. Also, the college football experience. We'd still talk college football there every single week. Uh, so check that out. It's always football season, and uh, we come together as one on YouTube. Obviously, YouTube.com/slash the college experience. Also, get the SGPN app, which is free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. You'll get access to all of our podcasts and picks, and the Discord. That's a great way. You know, Rob was saying he wants to get back into betting college baseball. Hop in the discord. All right. Sports gambling podcast.com slash discord, because the lines are dropping late, you know, for some reason or another, we think we have it. We th- we think we know why, but maybe, maybe it's 15 minutes before the game. You want to know, hop in the discord and you'll get be able to get that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, the discord's got everything too. Even if college baseball, maybe you're thinking about some other things. Trust me, the discord's bananas. You can probably find out who's going to win a, a a fucking uh, game of dominoes in New Delhi. All right, hop in there. It's a lot of fun. Uh, all right, until next week, guys. Let's just let's just wait because uh, I mean, I know these pirates are going to come through, but uh, I'm not going to go out on that song. I don't want to jinx it here. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, I'm excited to watch these matchups, and uh, yeah, let's get it going. Till tomorrow, or no, two. Geez, I'm I'm so used to doing the college basketball ending. Uh, two. <laughs> Till next week, the college baseball experience. I'm Pick Motherfucking Dundee. Thank you for rocking. This is the college baseball experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Get ripped apart. Save the cookie cutter mother for 106 apart. Huh? Guzzle your liquor while I sip your heart. You never dumb it down, dog. If you're smart, I throw out a couple of lines. Biters are quick to cross. Fishy, you're on a dick to lie. Piss you off. It goes tits and frost. 
lips and jaws. I use my common sense to see the bitch and all. Good thing you got the market corner, kids and malls. Grip the bag, drop it as you slip and fall off. Another career spear, thanks for trying to block. You get an A for effort and an F for shut the fuck up. Here's a hint. Put down the mic, you catch a glimpse. And keep them eyes wide when you see me. Mike's I see them. So when you see him, you got a good reason to look. Catch a glimpse. Oh, no.